everyone has to go in airplane mode. <laughs> I don't know why, but some podcasts, um, they'll, the host will always talk about having to go in airplane mode, and I don't know why, and I've looked it up, and I haven't found out why, but... It's probably just to avoid, so like, just leave distractions. Your like, if it's that big a problem, just... But you still have your Wi-Fi on when you're on airplane mode. True. I don't know what it is. You can't get calls? That's probably it. But, like, yeah, if I it's know. that big a problem, just don't bring your phone. They just said it has something to do with the sound or something, like the... I don't know. Does the center f- affect the sound waves? I don't even think it does. Ooh. It's a conspiracy. Podcast. The first episode of the Dungeon Masters Conspiracy Podcast. Ooh. My sister asked me when she was on um, what my favorite conspiracy theory was. And I I don't know. I don't have any good ones, I don't think. Maybe that like the government knows that aliens are real and they won't tell us. Yeah. That's a, that's a good one. That's a believable I'm one. I remember the one I had because I have one that I'm, I fully believe in. Well, Phil is sinking. But it's like, it's a stupid one. It's not huge, but... That's my conspiracy. What? Well, Phil is sinking. Oh. The town knows and they're not telling us. It's sinking? Yeah. yeah. Is it? I don't know anything about this. Oh, yeah. Town's built on mud. I mean, yeah. Mud so Creek. Mud Creek exactly. So he tells Mud Creek every day. Is that a bad thing? Well, eventually it's just going to sink. It's going to be gone. What, like a sinkhole? My dad works in the office, like in Railtown there, and it was built in 2011, I think, and he says he he already sees cracks in the wall. Mm. Dang. Yeah. They they reinforced the dikes a couple years, 2016 maybe, 2017, added a bunch of big rocks down to the dikes, it's waterfront a, park. This is a really good and convincing conspiracy theory. For people who are from Wolfville, but I feel like no one else. <laughs> I guess we've kind of started. Welcome back to another episode of Dungeon Master's Apprentice, uh, a podcast where we all learn how to be better DMs together. I'm your host, Theo Geeson, and today, if you haven't already figured out, we have Mike and we have Kevin. What's up, guys? Hello. Hey. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. Pleasure, as always. Yeah, back at my place. We were going to have Andrew come as well, but he has to pick up his mom from the airport. No. From not the airport, from somewhere. The the train, the train station. station. Okay, well, yeah. The the old-fashioned airport. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I guess she does work for, like, a railway company. For so, V-Rail. Yeah. yeah, that makes I sense. I guess we probably shouldn't should disclose this information about Andrew's personal life on the uh, internet. What's their address? <laughs> 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 Just so everyone knows where we play D&D on Sundays. <laughs> yeah, come join. Yeah. <laughs> Open house. Our D&D. arms are open. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're back with Mike and Kevin. Um, and we're here to, I don't know, maybe talk more cyberpunk than D&D today. Although I'm sure, you know, we'll compare the two a little bit in some ways. Um, but yeah, just yesterday we had quite a long cyberpunk session, uh, with the three of us and Andrew DMing and our friend Keegan was there as well. Um, and it was quite an interesting session for several reasons. Um, but, uh, one of the more, um, the, one of the things that stands out is what happened to both of you guys at the very end. Um, and this is a very unique mechanic to cyberpunk in that uh the more 
moderations that you have to your body and like robotic parts and upgrades and chips in your brain it lowers your humanity score and once it reaches a certain threshold then you really start to get in trouble and both of you guys reached that threshold yesterday yes sir (laughs) went a little crazy on the shopping spree yeah i went from uh a total ganic to uh pretty close to being a cyber psycho i have some uh warning signs now like uh quick to quick to anger high high emotions i guess uh irrationality so uh It'll, it'll be a little bit of a change to uh, how I roleplay my character. Yeah, and it does say to roleplay accordingly. Yeah. If you have cyberpsychosis, it says, do your best to roleplay this happening. Like, don't just, like, hand wave it or whatever. Exactly. Like, yeah. So it's going to be quite a change yeah. to how my character's acting. Yeah. Nothing a little therapy won't sort out. That's, that's also another nice or unique mechanic to cyberpunk, yeah. I guess. Is uh, the therapy mechanic mm-hmm. where you can uh, heal up your humanity after you know going through something like this? Yeah. So I guess just the general way that you lose humanity is something traumatic happens to you, and when you get cyberware, the trauma is like losing a body part or mm-hmm. feeling less attached to your sense of I mean humanity mm-hmm. by becoming more computer than human. And other ways you can lose it is if you see something, like, horrific or if there's a very close death that happens to you. Like, I'm sure if uh, one of your characters died, uh, Andrew would ask us to all roll, like, a D6 of humanity loss. That would make sense. Something like that. And hopefully worth more than a D6. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if it works this way, but it would also be interesting to do some sort of reward thing where like if something goes really well or like someone has a good role play moment like if your character mike is now an edge runner they're like running right on the edge balancing yeah between between, uh, human and robot i guess yeah (laughs) but if my character had a very inspirational speech like if i really put a lot into trying to convince your character to return to like a more human side not saying that i will but like as an example i wonder if a gm would reward like that with maybe a humanity increase if i rolled like a good human persuade or a persuasion check or whatever it's called like like like, human uh, conversation or something yeah something like like you have a really human moment yeah and you like remember that like yeah. yeah i don't know if you've ever played uh, or heard of Detroit Become Human, mm-hmm. the game, but almost kind of like that, where that game is androids kind of becoming human as they get more aware and develop emotions and yeah. all that. So almost something like that, where you experience this, you yeah. know, really, you know, this spark kind of, and it brings a little bit of your humanity yeah. back. That would be a cool mechanic. Yeah. And not trying to, like, spam it or anything. Like, oh, every day I want to, like, try to convince them. Like, it has to, Yeah. It has to be something actually, like, useful to the story. And then maybe I could see a reward going that way. Um, like, it's not all bad in Cyberpunk. Like, there are good things that happen. People still, like, have, you know, happy times. Yeah. And uh, and even even talking about this, I won't spoil anything, but there's there's a moment in the anime 
that yeah. they've uh, they've released on Netflix, which I I highly recommend. But uh, a moment that is that exact same thing. There's a you know a very human moment, a human connection. Yeah, and it kind of brings somebody back from the edge just a little bit. Yeah. So so it's almost like th- what we were just saying right there. Yeah. Yeah, and like these are all still people too. It's not like in D and D where different species experience different like lengths and time that they live, so they have different perspectives. Like it's all human. It's so human. Like yeah, it gives you like you have you relate to it in some way. Like I don't know, you could you could have easily been born in some dystopian society like that where you would still have a connection to someone like that. Absolutely. Yeah, it, uh, it's a good self insert. I, I mean, like, over D and D, which is such a fantasy where you can play like a gnome or like a frog person or like or a lion humanoid. There's not as much of a connection, but cyberpunk is like all humans in this, so it's just, there's some shared experience between. And it's everybody. based in our history too. Like we can make real world references without being jokey about it. Like, you can actually recall an event in history. And yeah. It's like... Exactly. Like, the the real kind of divergence from our past to Cyberpunk happened in, like, the, the late 80s, 90s, yeah, something like that. Like that. So it's like... And then you can imagine, I'm sure, there's still a lot of the same content being made in the yeah, 2000s. just more Chrome. Exactly. So it's like, I, I just picture everything like, uh, I don't know, mixed Tokyo... Singapore and Chicago yeah. together. Yeah. And you have Night City. Have you guys ever heard of the book Snow Crash? I might have talked about it. But it, it's sort of like a... It's one of like the first cyberpunk uh, mainstream novels, I believe. And it was written sometime in the 70s about some dude who's like a samurai in real life. And he's also like this really good hacker. And there's this um, sort of online universe that exists or world where people like go and meet and you know you can be like a a very poor person in the real world but be like very well known in in this Mm -hmm. cyber world um and the main character is one of the people who created it so he can go in and sort of like hack the code and stuff and he just always pimps himself out and can get into any place so it's pretty cool um but he learns how to manipulate it and stuff in like really cool ways and there's a virus that people are like spreading around it and it's messing them up in real life too so okay yeah it's it's super cool but also a really long novel and not something easy to just like jump into yeah but it is a really good novel and i just found it by searching snow crash pdf and then it was like the first thing interesting yeah so it might even be like a public domain or something like cool yeah, it also seems like a novel that would be, like, very, like, you know, just trying to spread a message rather than make money off of it or something. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, like, yeah, pretty social justice-themed, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. I know I know they say Blade Runner 2 was one of the first things that brought cyberpunk kind of into, uh, yeah. into the world. Yeah. And that was the late 80s, mid-80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like some aspects of cyberpunk are also a little bit steampunk as well. Like, that would definitely fit in in some aspects with, like, 
some of more of the slum areas and stuff. Yeah, and people wearing goggles on their head. Exactly, and, and like more like airships instead of rockets and stuff. I could kind of see that. You know, if the DM wanted to include it, it wouldn't be super out of place for sure. Yeah, true. Blimps. Yeah, I think there, I think there might even be blimps in Cyberpunk. I'm not sure about that. But yeah, I mean, like there still are bow and arrows, so at least that's viable. Like, yeah, mm. it is. You can still play a D and D character yeah. in Cyberpunk. <laughs> that's what I said on Sunday, like there's guns and there's robot stuff, but I'm still playing a monk. Yeah. yeah. I just use martial arts, and Theo just uses a bow and arrow. Yeah. Like, I could get a sword and a shield if I wanted to. You can. Two cyber arms, a sword in one, and a shield in the other. Yeah. It is funny. I think I was talking to Andrew about it, how we finally play a TTRPG where guns and this all this futuristic stuff is encouraged and the main core of the game, and we just find the niches outside of it that still fit yeah. into, like, our... <laughs> I have to be, like, the only person in town with a bow and arrow. Like, yeah. You're, you're weird walking around. But that... I don't know. That's kind of, like, cool in itself. Like, whoa, look at that dude with a bow. Yeah. I also like having that kind of uniqueness to my character where I'm trying to play, like... Cowboy, cowgirl, yeah. I guess. Yeah. And uh, have like you know the pistols hanging down, and but I still have an SMG over my yeah. back, so that's Night City for you. Yeah. When in one of our campaigns, Kevin plays a gunslinger, and in this, you play like a full grappler. Yeah. It's funny, like <laughs> there are better mechanics for like you should just switch your characters. Oh, hundred percent. Martial arts is not good in cyberpunk. No. At all. I just get shot. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I punched him in the ribs. Oh yeah, he shoots you in the face. Yeah, and everyone else is going to shoot you too. Right? Yeah. yeah. Unless we're all keeping them distracted. Yeah. Well, it's sort of like in D&D, the character who is far away and can shoot from far away doesn't get hit that much. But when you have three of those in your party of four, then one person just one gets assaulted. assaulted. Yeah. Like, they're not going to make the long shot. They're going to take out the dude who's right there. Who's charging them. Yeah. And then every time I get close to a guy, all three of you just shoot at me, die. So I gotta run to the next guy. Yeah. I, even See, I think we need to work on our teamwork a bit where it's like, okay, let him go for that guy. Just kill we'll take out this yeah. guy that's trying to shoot. Like, that's what I tried to do last, last yeah. session. But I also feel like you just want to take people out as soon as possible because yeah. then your action economy just becomes mm-hmm. so much better. Like, Yeah, exactly. If I can take this dude out, even if you have to move your next turn, if they don't get to shoot on their turn, maybe that's... Someone like, doesn't take damage. Yeah. Like, I think it was three of us shooting at the same guy, kill. Shoot at the same guy, kill. Which is what made that fight so easy. Yeah. We were all just kind of, okay, this target, yeah. that target, this target. And Andrew did say the guys we were fighting were, like, trash. Like, yeah. every time yeah. he rolled, he goes, wow, these guys suck. So much. Well, I had fun killing guys that sucked, though. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was no threat of... It was all just, like... We were min-maxing a fight. We were like, how can we just get... Yeah. Do so much damage and just absolutely destroy like, them. Like, eventually we're gonna hit someone where it's like... We're just gonna keep punching them and shooting them, and he's just not gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fight The fight was fun, though, because it was, like, a bit of role-playing even before the fight. Yeah. Where we took out the lookouts, tried to do it stealthily... Didn't. And then, I'd say we did. We kind of did. We did it stealthily not to alert anybody on the inside. Yeah, we did get inside the building without alerting anyone, but then 
um, Kevin and Keegan both made stealth rolls and rolled natural ones. <clears throat> yeah. After we rolled very good stealth rolls. Yeah. So combat was initiated. Yes. But it was it was fun, you know, thinking about us sneaking in through the roof and just flashbang down to this group of guys yeah. and us from the just, just, from the catwalk. Yeah. It was, it is also very visual cyberpunk. Also. I find it yeah. cuz it's just so easy to picture cuz we've all seen a thousand action movies. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah, I definitely have you either of you guys seen Arcane? I can't remember no, what I asked you. Yeah. No. Uh, there's like one specific factory in it where it just has a catwalk over and there's um like these machines making drugs on the bottom and they're just steaming up and it's creating this whole like crazy effect and people are getting knocked off of it and I just imagine it very much like that. Like mm-hmm. there's so many references to all the things in Cyberpunk that you can pull something else really easily. Yeah, abs- absolutely. You can make encounters based on any scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, like these guys we fought, they're just, their whole thing was Wizard of Oz theme. Yeah, and that was also very visual. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they're wearing burlap and straw hats, and these and, like, guys tin. are crow. Well, like the out. tin men had, like, their skin dyed. Yeah. To look like crow. Yeah. yeah. It's really creepy, too. Like, I don't it it sort of gave me, like, haunted doll vibes in a way because it was something that's so I don't know beloved turned into something very like scary and drug related and they're trying to kill us and we get off drugs yeah follow the yellow brick road follow the yellow brick road yeah it was super uh, I don't know it's just a little off putting it made me uneasy yeah yeah made it easy to kill them (laughs) (laughs) at least they weren't flying monkeys yeah, no. I mean, that would have been more funny in a way. But, like, the dudes who are just, like, absolutely tweaking on... Wearing burlap sacks. Yeah, fully committed to this life. Like, you can't even get through to them. Yeah. The bit. Yeah. Because this drug was described as uh, quite a quite a tweaker. So uh, life, life addicted to that would be, uh, you know, pretty... Pretty rough, living in the warehouse wearing burlap. All day and all night, yeah. It was kind of sad killing them, because they were just, I don't know. They had been wronged by the system. Yeah. And, you know, that's what we're really here for in Night City, is to make a difference and (laughs) right some wrongs at the end of the day. Make make an Eddie or two. Another uh, (laughs) interesting thing that happened last session was that we stumbled upon a lot of drugs that has a very high street value. And I think we're talking like millions of dollars, potentially. Maybe like $12 million. Yeah, Andrew really walked and painted himself in a corner when we tried to buy some of the drugs off of him to see just what was up. And one dose cost two twenty five, which is like a, a month's rent, pretty much. Yeah, for yeah, for like a low budget. Bucks. Yeah, I thought like that's how much rent was a month though. No, rent is eleven hundred if you're in a car who can Ah, okay, so like a fifth of like your. Yeah, it's for any drug. That's pretty expensive for one hit. Yeah, for eight right? hours. So yeah. you imagine you buy like a gram of weed for two hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. <laughs> some of like the cyber implants are like fifty or one hundred, so it's like it's some. Pretty serious cash. Yeah. 
For a pretty serious drug, apparently. We got what, like... 56... 56 kilos, kilos of it? I thought it was more than that. I thought it was 66. Well, we got... We got... 86. Yeah. Okay. We had to give, and then we had to give 30 yeah. to the guy. And he's only paying us 7 grand for it. Yeah, but the rest of it is worth... 12.6 million dollars. Yeah. So that is like... Insane, and we'd probably just retire and be like, "We're not doing anything." Like we're, we're just, just slinging drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And then just be like, "Okay, my character is gonna move across the world now. Like I'm just gonna have uh, go to the three moon. million dollars, and then just go, yeah, go live on the moon." And yeah. <laughs> like we kind of really did a speed run, but you know this might not pan out. No, my my guess is uh, it doesn't work. No, yeah. once once people catch on and you know somebody knowing about twelve point six million dollars worth of drugs in somebody's fucking apartment, yeah, is all of a sudden it's bam, bam, bam. People are trying to break in. People are trying to get us on the street. Yeah. Just don't have them at the apartment. We'll just have, just have to have a secret place. I do like the concept of doing like a Breaking Bad. Uh, <laughs> RPG like <laughs> if we fully pivot and just become Start drug lords and then we have to like pay off the cop like if we start paying off cops and stuff and like well, you guys already know the cops so it's yeah it's chill that would be this could be really fun I, I think something like that would be fun being drug dealers in a big City yeah, like this. and the whole thing just becomes like controlling like it's yeah. so, it's so terrible like in real life but it would just be like I don't know Clearly, this stuff is like people enjoy it, like Better Call Saul and uh, Breaking Bad and that whole thing, and like Narcos and stuff. Like people yeah. enjoy watching this stuff. Like it would be fun to play it as well. Yeah, do something where you know we're we're recruiting people from the neighborhood to join up with us. Yeah, and, you know, pick our own theme that's not Wizard Oz. Start creating passive income. And yeah, you know, this yeah. is this is our neighborhood now. Yeah, and Keegan does all the books. Yeah, he's the exec. Yeah, the corpo. That happened in a D and D campaign. We, uh, <laughs> you know, hard pivot. hard pivot into D and D, but uh, let's go. We stumbled upon like a cave of kobolds, and they were run by like it had to be like a, it was like a small dragon or something, and he was like getting them to mine, and he would just make all the profit. So we just killed him and took over the mine, yeah. and they're like. And we're like, we'll pay you guys to work. You don't have to be slaves. And we're like, okay. Yeah, like, then, why wouldn't they do that? <laughs> yeah. So then... Instead the, of being a slave we'll pay and you. not making no money, you get paid. Right. And you just do the exact same thing. It's like, we freed you. Okay. We're happy with <laughs> like, that. Like, yeah. And then the adventure pivoted to, we went to the capital city to the bank. And we had to talk with them, like, we need to open an account. <laughs> because we did, we spent, uh, we had a whole Excel sheet, spent the whole session. And we were like, we're making 50,000 gold a week off this shit. And what, do like, we do, what do we do now? And it's yeah. just whatever we want. Why would to you do. even want to adventure? Like, yeah. And so, for some people, that is a really fun way to... Yeah, like, no, a fun I would be thing happy with that. ...to be able to do in a tabletop role-playing game, right? Buying houses. And if, this only, if this campaign only lasted, like, five more or something, and we just become so rich that it's not even worth playing anymore... I would be like, that was awesome. Like, let's do a new yeah, story. Or yeah, exactly. New characters. Yeah, we beat it. Like, and then next time, Andrew knows how not to make us rich so fast. Yeah. And then it becomes a different story. But I would be totally fine with him just being like, yeah, you guys are all super rich and you have the government in your pockets and 
Yeah. You can basically are like puppeteers, like controlling. Yeah, you control, and this is your gang's neighborhood. Play different campaigns, like oh, this neighbor, this neighborhood. Well, I mean, it would be fun to reference these. that too afterwards. Yeah. Be like, yeah, you guys point, heard of this person? You want Chupa, some Emerald City? Like yeah. who runs the combat yeah. zone? Yeah. Well, yeah. At a certain point, we're just all corpos who run a pharmaceutical yeah. company, and, right? And then maybe we have to like kill off all those people because they're just super bad now. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. No and you happy. start taking notes. There are no happy endings in that city. But uh, being a cyberpunk isn't about how you live. It's, it's about, about how you die. Behind the wheel. <laughs> That's a pedestrian death in Night City. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, cyberpunk has been pretty fun. I feel like last session was the session where it really sunk in and I was invested in these characters that we're playing the first time was just you and me mike and we did we didn't even finish one combat really yeah yeah because we had used cyberpunk as like a oh someone's gonna be late to the D D session we'll do this we'll do a quick one and then when they show up we'll pivot to D D. Yeah. today was, or yesterday it was like a full seven hours of cyberpunk. yeah yeah and uh the nice thing about cyberpunk though is it is really module you can do a job with two characters. Yeah. And that's, you know, that gave Theo and I, or Deacon and Chupa, yeah. that gave us like a little connection so I could be like, hey, this is somebody I've been hanging out yeah. with, like, they're going to run a job with us. Yeah, and there doesn't seem to be as much of a long narrative. There's no, well... I'm sure you, the way you we could. Play, where, you know... You pull in the backstories more, and we start to meet Chupa's, like, parent, or, like, maybe she has, like, a sister or something who shows up. Um, D&D seems a little bit more personal in that way, where it's really about the characters, whereas Cyberpunk seems to be, how can I manipulate society to yeah. move and it's through? Like, in Cyberpunk, we're not a party, right? D&D, yeah. it's like, we're a party, we're literally traveling days together, yeah. we're in the same city. Sometimes we hang out. The rest of our lives, exactly. and sometimes we link up. Yeah, yeah. Right. that's that's a nice thing too about Cyberpunk is you can make a handful of characters. You can have three character sheets rolled up, yeah. and you can say, okay, today I'm thinking I want to play my solo and go crazy with my assault rifle and my rocket yeah. launcher, and you can just be like, okay, the fixer linked you and you three up. Yeah. So that's who's doing this job today because you need a little bit more firepower. Yeah. You don't need a driver. Yeah. Everybody's in the same city. Yeah, exactly. It so. seems sort of like a sitcom where sometimes you can take two characters and sort of have them do their own thing, and it still relates to the big plot that you have. Exactly. But just not everyone was there. Exactly. These two did their own little job, did their yeah. own episode. Did their own 22 minutes, like... Ross and Rachel did their own thing for a while, and then whatever the fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a this is a Jerry and Summer adventure, and Rick and Rick and Morty, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a it's yeah. over. That's Theo's a you edge. guys. That's a your guys thing. You guys got a couple things that I'm so, not into, like Game of Thrones. Yeah. I have no context for any of it. No, do you know Always Sunny? I've seen maybe like ten episodes in my life, but I think it's really funny. Yeah, it's it's like it's like if they did like a, you know, just Charlie and Frank episode. Okay. Yeah, 
I have some context for that. Yeah. I don't know. It's a TV show. You know how TV shows are. Yeah, like... But <laughs> never that's... seen one in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Cyberpunk is sort of like that, though, where you can just kind of pair two people off for a while, and then... It also, having those one-on-one sessions, where it's just one player and one player and, and a DM, uh, can you know, give more history to those two characters. And now they have this connection and a shared memory and stuff and inside jokes and, and stuff like that. And you bring that to the table. And then, I don't know, sometimes when you have, sometimes we have like five players, six players at a table, you don't get too much. Yeah. Yeah. To really like get to know people's characters or, like, names even. Like, sometimes I'll go two sessions without knowing, like, what Noah's character's name is. Right? Yeah. Like, for an example. No, but, that's very true. Um, where, you're right, Cyberpunk gives you a little bit more opportunity. And I'm sure you could play D&D like yeah, this, it, where you're it operating just seems like the nature of, uh, of it, though. the Adventurer's Guild, yeah. right? So you're trying to do a, a one-off every... Yeah. But but I think it is very natural to how Cyberpunk plays. Yeah. And and you could too with Cyberpunk have an ongoing narrative where, you know, okay, we stole this piece of information, now we found that like you're trying to There's like an investigation and like you're going it's a big corp and you're trying to take down my, the president. Like, my sister was kidnapped by a corporation. Yeah, and like then, we yeah. need to I wanna try and figure out how to get her back. Like Yeah, and then we, you know, go do uh, witness interviews and stuff like that and like <laughs> get witness reports and really get into it. That yeah. would take a lot of planning, but it would be super awesome. And then and then you do jobs along the way to keep yourself, you Afloat. know, housed and fed and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Cyberpunk and D&D have different meanings of like survival. Whereas Cyberpunk mm-hmm. is, like, making money, being able to feed yourself, living somewhere, uh, paying for... It has, like... I feel like we pay for food a decent amount and drinks and stuff. Ammo. That comes up. Yeah. Ammo. You have to be able to afford all this stuff. Where D&D, the survival is just like, I don't know, I'll go find some berries. Or, like, I'll just go kill yeah. a, a rabbit. Yeah. And there's, like, yeah, uh, a 12? Yeah, you find a rabbit. Yeah. And in Cyberpunk, like, we're poor. Exactly. Right. Well, not anymore. No, no. I, I spent all my money on okay. software. Okay, well, we're the drugs we have. Our yeah. net worth True. is crazy. Yeah. True. But in D&D, it's like, oh, peasants make Cash like poor. six silver a month, and that's like crazy. And then we're in a bar and be like, well, I don't want to break a silver, I'll just pay gold yeah. for a beer. You know, give me a few beers, so I'll pay in, gold. It's just eddies. Yeah. Right? In Cyberpunk, so it's like everything, everybody has like... The same amount of money. Yeah. Except for unless, unless you're currency. like a corpo higher up. And at that point, why are you even playing Cyberpunk? <laughs> That's where your campaign ends. Yeah. Yeah, I do th- find it interesting that money plays so much more of a factor in Cyberpunk than D&D. You almost... You can go several sessions in D&D without spending any gold. Yeah. And finishing dungeons and getting 2,000 or whatever, like... You just accumulate it to the point where you're like, I have so much I don't know what to do with it, other than, like, spell components, which isn't, like... If you play spell components, you're a loser. (laughs) Well, like, refer Vivify and stuff. I, yeah, the only way I use spell components is if it gives, like, a price value on the points, like a 500 gem, or gold gem. Yeah. And even then, I would 
usually, like, I played in campaigns where it's just like, alright, just take $500 out of your... Yeah. Like, just pay the component. Price. We'll say you got some. Right. Like, you probably would have thought about it. We don't act out every minute of yeah. what you do. Yeah, it's the same as, like, then, okay, I'm going to get rations. It's yeah. just kind of assumed you're loading up on rations when you're in town. Yeah. If you know you're going and for then a And indeed, all the stuff that you, like, <clears throat> that's good is, is so outlandishly expensive... You might as well just find it, right? Like super legendary you items, you're gonna find. You're not gonna find super crazy machine gun just lying around. Well, that's the thing. You might you kill somebody, and it's like, oh, okay, they've got an upgraded gun. But then most of the time, if it's that, it's like bio coded to just them. Yeah, that's a good point. Or are, attuned to them. See, but are smart locks, are smart guns bio tuned to just you? Or yeah, is you it, have to get a, you get a, uh, Well, I have a subdermal implant. So and it links, any, it links to your neural link. That's your implant. But does that but you, mean, does you that have mean to I get can, a neural link as your primary thing and the, the thing in your hand is like a supplement. Yeah. Technically. So, but what I'm saying is that stuff is what gives you the bonus to using a smart gun. Does it matter can you just pick up another smart gun and have the same? I don't. Think or are so. they? Or is I it? Think they're, I think there's something in the description DNA? that says that only you can use it. Yeah. Because sure I remember people can't disarm you. Like and the like first time I played with, it was me, Keegan, and Andrew. We played, and like we were just like taking every gun. And I remember Andrew saying like, "I'm gonna." Have, they're all poor quality because if they had better guns, they would have them bio locked to themselves. So yeah. if anybody could just be like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna have." Yeah. The cyberware that lets me just use everybody's gun. There's yeah. probably like a, a tech or a net runner ability that allows you to Oh like that's unlock true. it. Unlock someone else's gun. True. Tech I think is the coolest role. Like it one it's one of the things that are just like talk to your DM and homebrew stuff. Yeah. It does not say hmm. That it needs to be. It just says... What's this, the neural link or the... This is the smart gun. Oh, okay. The smart gun uh, has a laser sight mounted on top. Laser sight sends signal via plugs or the subdermal implants. Yes. To the neural link when the target's in sight. So that's how it explains... Yeah, that's smart uh, gun. It's not like bio-coded. Yeah, but that's what I'm talking oh, okay. about. Smart, just oh, a there, regular smart gun. There's like a gun. second paragraph that maybe... It, uh... Translates signal and sends it to processor. That's it? Yeah. Interesting. I thought for some reason, but it doesn't really matter. I don't think anyone's gonna, like, pick up my bow and be like, Haha, I got you now. <laughs> like, what are you, what's your archery, buddy? <laughs> but yeah, one of my favorite things to try to increase as much as possible in Cyberpunk and D&D is my, like, two hit. Like, what I roll to hit. Yeah. There's nothing worse than not hitting. I'd rather do four damage and hit than and do nothing. Yeah, because hitting is the best. Yeah, like, so many times it's like up oh, defender wins. Sorry, it's like if I had him in one higher. Yeah. Uh, Although it's incredibly easy to hit in Cyberpunk. Well, like, I've missed a I've bunch missed a bunch yesterday. Too. I was rolling. I never miss, but. I, uh, that's what I'm saving up my improvement points. That's another way Cyberpunk's different to D&D is you don't level up. No. You, well, you get, can rank. You get points, which then you have to spend on a rank, but it's like, we're it's rank four, it's like it's 240, I think. It's 300 I think. to get to rank five. Yeah, and it, I have 60. It yeah. goes up by 60 every, every yeah. time, and... 
it's not like, okay, le- level 2 to 3 is 60, that's 180 to get to level 3. Yeah. So, it's it's expensive to upgrade your character. Yeah. But right now I'm saving to put more points in the handgun so I have a easier or a better chance to hit. Because if you have that, like, if I maxed that out to level 10 in that skill plus my reflexes, I can get that up to 18. Yeah. yeah. So that's and an 18 plus a, with my, plus yeah. a D10. So you're, you're never, me- like, that's a headshot? Okay, you've got 10 plus a D10. Your chances yeah. to hit are still pretty decent. Yeah. A couple modifiers here and there to help with that, you know? Yeah, some cyberware. Yeah. There's scopes that you can add that decrease your difficulty value for a uh, aimed shot. Mm. So that would drop another one. You can get cyber eyes that do it. Yeah. it. I don't know if we fully explored min-max builds yet, but I think we're on the cusp. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like how to build a sniper that just has crazy high counter to headshots. Yeah. And you can fully customize a character. Like, I feel like when you play a D&D class, you have your main attributes that you kind of need to focus on. But I can play a rocker boy who's really good at singing and also really good at a bow. Yeah, there's like no set way to play it. Yeah. Unless like you're like a solo. It's not like I have to dump anything into like spells or like... Yeah. It's like, oh, I need high intelligence to do this. It's like, if you don't want to use the intelligence stuff... Yeah. Just throw it away. Yeah, like, like, I have a character that's really good at driving and really good at shooting handguns. Yeah. Like, I mean, you can play a rocker boy who doesn't even have any good stats in that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In like singing or per, like playing an instrument. You can just be like, yeah, no, he's not good at it, but he's a rocker boy. But he's, he's trying. Su- <laughs> but he's super jacked and he's really good with a gun and like, yeah. There's nothing preventing you from doing that build. I mean, it sucks, but... And at that point, you're probably not going to be getting fans, which is the point of playing a rocker boy. Yeah, but there's no restrictions to that. No, exactly. You can play a terrible musician that's just trying to make it in Night City and doing what they can to scrape by. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. described his character. Hey, whoa. <laughs> I wouldn't say Deacon. terrible. Deacon is solid. He's got fans. <laughs> well, we've seen one. The taxi well, driver. The Uber driver. You, um, Mike's character came to one of my shows. Yeah. Doesn't mean he's a fan. And the date was going real bad. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about this on the podcast, but we have a, there's a really good joke that we made when our characters got introduced that we just made canon where I was performing at this cafe and Mike's character, who's a girl, went there on a date with a guy. And I was doing some crowd work with in between songs. And I was like, how's it going at this table over here? Like, can I get a song from, like, the pretty lady? Like, <laughs> and then you gave a song and then I did a good check. And then after the show, I, like, come up. I'm like, hey, like, talking to both of them. And I am turned to you. I'm like, how's the date going? And you were, like, not very good. And I was like, all right, dude, like, get out of here. Like, no, no, it, it was, uh, is this, is this seat taken? Yeah. And I, I looked at, uh, I looked yeah, at okay, you, yeah. and I looked at the dude I was on the date with, and I just said, no. <laughs> yeah. And then, so this was all happening organically, and then as this was happening, we were kind of doing a bit where, 
um, I knew the dude who was on the date and we set it up where he does a shitty date and then I perform and then come over and be like, Oh, like get out of here, dude. And then yeah, come in weird. and save the date. We were just joking about it. And I was like, Andrew, can we actually have that word? That's actually the thing. <laughs> and he was like, I mean, yeah. And I was like, okay, this is really funny and really scummy. That's how Deacon picks up girls. Yeah. yeah. Gets his, finds him, gets his homie to like get him on a date to one of his shows. And then he just. Yeah. <laughs> but, You're not uh, the only one. Ho- hopefully Chupa doesn't find that out while she's yeah, walking no. the line between I like having, psychosis. I like having a lie like on my shoulders. <laughs> yeah. That could really ruin our relationship. Yeah. Right, now, right now things have been going good. Yeah. We've only known each other for two days though. Yeah. It's but really we went good. on a date a couple days. We won yeah. trivia. Yeah, we did couple rounds trivia. of uh, of Night City trivia. Yeah, shout out Fiddler Greens. Fiddler Greens, and uh, you know nothing better than a few shots of whiskey and a nice motorcycle drive through the combat yeah. zone. It's uh, that's what I call a great day. Well, you didn't City. want me on the motorcycle when you were going to the job. Yeah, that was uh, you met a fan. Yeah, well, I wanted to let you schmooze. I was like, hey, do you want me? To, do you want a passenger? And you were like, no. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, Deacon feels kind of... We're getting a little clingy, you know, two days straight. <laughs> I need a, to set some bad. Deacon's a little bit clingy. <laughs> He's like, so, uh, what? what is this? Like, <laughs> like um, I don't want to put a label on it, but like, what What are we doing? But if I was putting yeah. a label on yeah. it. <laughs> and now your character is a full cyber psycho. Almost. Almost. Well... Very close. Yeah. That's the Deacon effect. Anytime he comes around, they just go psycho. Well, Deacon got super cybered up as well. And he you just were, handled it. You were pushing me, though. I was like, I don't know if I want to do this. This is too much humanity loss. And you were like, Chupa is definitely pushing him to do it. And I was like, well, he's going to give in. <laughs> Did you just and, get the bone lace? Uh, I also got uh, a cyber link. And I got a um, subdermal... Uh, the subdermal link, yeah. Subdermal link. And an upgrade to my gun, which doesn't do much to my humanity. And there's maybe one more thing. Oh, and um, the enhanced bones and muscles. Yeah. Bone Whatever. Bone. Yeah, that's what I got. That. That's... F- yeah. yeah. And I went crazy. So that was 3d6. So yeah. I got 14. Yeah, both your characters are uh, robotic as heck. I'm the doctor. <laughs> I well, I just got like a You're like the a crazy scientist. <laughs> I got a uh, a cyber audio suite, so that's just like a, you know uh, just behind your your inner ear. So yeah. that's not even really visible. No, it's like a implant. I feel. Like. Yeah, so I got that with a couple couple you know additions. Got my phone installed into my brain. Mm-hmm. And uh, some hearing abilities, and then I got just one cyber arm, mm, but it has one. a gu- it has a gun in it, right? And it has uh, like Wolverine claws in it, which were there before it was a cyber right. arm, and then it also has a subdermal link grip. Yeah, then I got I got the neural implant to use that as well. Upgraded my guns. Yeah. Did you also get a cyber eye? I did not. Uh, oh, I got uh, toxin filters. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, I did not get a cyber eye, but uh, after some therapy, I'll probably be ready for. The... I'll probably be looking for more. 
So you just buy like a smog mask for the toxin. Yeah, but now I got it right in my nose. Yeah. It, I was thinking about <laughs> I was thinking about that one too cuz that's one's actually it seems like it would come up maybe once every so often. Yeah, It'd be maybe very once. useful. <laughs> well, I feel like when Andrew was saying that if you take a skill, I'm going to try to reward it. Yeah, like if I had got the lock picks in my cyber arm. Yeah, then he would have been like, okay, well, like, yeah, if there's a car here, I'll let you try to pick it. Yeah. Maybe there'll be some money in it or something. Because like, I, I was almost thinking that for that mission we were doing. Like, if we're in this parking garage, maybe I should leave my bike here and we just steal a car. That'll fit all of us. Hotwire one. Yeah. I, I would probably be able to... hotwire a car. I would probably be able to roll for that because I'm a nomad. I've got a good land vehicle tech. And yeah, good, true driving skill so yeah i mean you definitely have hot wired cars before. oh yeah yeah where do you think he has a motorcycle <laughs> yeah <laughs> now that was an honest investment yeah one of the few yeah and the cat ears <laughs> your character is so all over the map yeah a little bit cowboy a little bit uh uwu. yeah but a hundred percent cool do you have a good cool stat no. <laughs> no, I think mine's terrible. Mine is really good and I love it. And I, was, I was like, just what, are, being, what are my dump stats? And it was cool and love. You can, just like, Andrew has to be like, yeah, no, everyone loves Deacon. <laughs> he, like, he's a musician, people hear him on the radio. and uh, He's what Stratus wishes he was. Stratus doesn't wish he was that. Stratus is a loser. <laughs> yeah, but he wants everybody to be his friend. Yeah. If he was as cool as Deacon, everybody would want to be his friend. Well, Deacon still doesn't have too many friends. Yeah, no, he, well, he's a lone wolf in his own ways. <laughs> Everyone's got two wolves inside them, he just got one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and one day he'll experience how lonely fame really is. Yeah. Um,. Standing at the top of it. Atla- like Atlas is cool, but not in like a flashy way. He's like a sort of Aragorn, like, I don't know, in the corner with his hood up. <laughs> that makes sense. Like, uh, cool because he's mysterious. He, mis- yeah, he's mysterious, which is cool. <laughs> but Deacon is like showbiz. Yeah. He's cool because everybody knows his name. Yeah, he's like, call me Deacon Blues. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, a little bit uh, Jimmy McGill, yeah. Saul Goodman in there. Yeah, he, he's swanky. <laughs> <laughs> Old people hear his music and go, oh, that's a little but bit But he's pleasant. also, he's reintroducing the classics to the young folk. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, this is actually pretty good. <laughs> Some good old, like, uh, 70s hits. Yeah, Deacon Blues is the embodiment of me finding, like, old music and just being like, I actually like this better than rap. <laughs> you know what? Steely Dan is pretty sweet. Yeah. She'd be like, damn, the Eagles are actually okay. <laughs> no, no wonder this is America's national band. Yeah. Yeah, um... It's cool to be cool, for sure. And Cyberpunk is uh, pushes you to be cool. Like, that's all... It you... lets you feel so cool. Yeah. Yeah. If if you're in D&D, and you made a character, and he's like, no, he's super cool. Like, everyone loves him. He's awesome. Whenever he goes into a bar, people give him free drinks. They'd be like, absolutely not. Yeah. But in <laughs> Cyberpunk, it's like, oh, yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. 
cyberpunk, it's like rule number one, style over everything. So like you make yeah. your character and immediately you're like, yeah, this this character's cool. Yeah. You have like twenty five hundred dollars to start with to buy all your gear and your clothes and your cyberware. Mm-hmm. And a thousand of it, I'm pretty sure, is dedicated just to clothes. Yeah, it's get, it's like a separate yeah. thousand that's yeah, just like for clothes, separate. yeah. Yeah. Which is so much money. It's pretty crazy. But they just want you to ball out at the start and be like, just build whatever kind of character you want. Yeah. And then because the progression is slow. Exactly. Like, yeah. you build this character, and you're playing that character for yeah. quite a while before you change something about it. Yeah. Whereas, like, D&D, you can go a couple months from level 5 to 10, and a character can change a lot. feel completely different. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, that's the thing. Early level D&D campaigns are totally different than, than late level or high level D&D campaigns. But that's just because there's, like, there's more to a class, right? Like yeah. in Cyberpunk, the progression, like, the level ups are very rewarding, and I like that. Yeah. And magic items feel very unique and stuff. Like in Cyberpunk, it's like your role pretty much is the same thing, the entire time yeah. you get. Yeah. It's like you what for Rocker Boys, like you just get more fans, right? Like you're just yeah. more famous. Yeah. It's not like oh, you get the ability to do something else. There's like sure. one ability that you get with your class. Yeah. Like your class. Like eventually you can just like point people out and your fans will kill them though, right? Uh, yeah. Like I think at like level 8 or 9 you can like basically put hits If I was at a people. concert and I was like yo, that dude stole from me before the show, kill him. Everyone in the show would just kill him and then like you get like Elvis level. Travis yeah. Scott. <laughs> oh. Me and Mike had that at a festival once that thought. What? We were at Janelle Monet. Yeah. We were like the only guys at this Janelle Monet concert. And it was like, if she pointed us out and said, kill them. Oh, I no, thought, you, the could, I thought you guys were talking about like you could point someone out. No, no. no. If no. we got pointed like, out, we would have been ripped limb from limb. Like if she was like, we, I want them out of here. Because it, it was just girls at this concert. And then us. Oh. And they were ravenous for this performance. Yeah. Uh, and you guys just decided to go for... We, we were with my uh, my girlfriend at the time, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tagging along. Yeah. It was good, though. It was really it was, good. It was interesting. She didn't, sure. she didn't put a hit on us. Yeah. So uh, we're not red mist. She didn't use her charismatic impact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cyberpunk is pretty cool. Yeah, I know my my uh, like role skill is to get vehicles, so like I can get us a helicopter at a higher level and just fly us around all the time. Yeah. And yeah, which is pretty cool. Like the the role abilities or role yeah role abilities are pretty unique in Cyberpunk too. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely like you look at it and you go, okay, this is. There's a little bit more useless than some ones. of the other ones. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some that, like... Like, I feel like if you played a rocker boy and weren't always asking the questions, and is this person a fan, and just be a can I step on the stage, then you would suck. But, like, when you play into it more, yeah. that's when you read the benefits. Like, some person could be like, I played a rocker boy and it sucked. Or, like, I played a bard and it sucked. True. But when you're putting... You get what you put into it. That's very true. The, the media, for example, would be a yeah. really good role uh, if you really wanted to role play. And you were really, you know, asking questions and trying to learn information yeah. from everyone you could. And, like, if you really wanted to do that, then the media, I think it's like a collecting room or credibility yeah. uh, ability that it's 
that would be really useful if you were really playing into yeah. the... Yeah, and then once you have it, you make sure that it gets used. Exactly. The, not always the DM is going to ask you to be like, you have this ability, let's use it like here. Like, yeah. It's up to you to create that scenario. I'm always specifying that I'm driving my motorcycle in, yeah. case, in case he's ever like, okay, this car in front of you just crashed. Yeah. I need you to roll me a maneuver check. Yeah. Yeah, some of the rolls are like have mechanics. Yeah. Right? It's like, you roll this, this is the effect, you get this. And some of them just have to be like, full on role play with the DM. Yeah, for for driving, it'd be like, okay, you have to make a crazy turn here. Yeah. That's a DC, there's a whole chart for that. That's a DC 16. And I have to roll my drive land vehicles check and see if I pass it or yeah. I crash my car, yeah. crash my bike, whatever it is. Yeah, and then you take a bunch of damage. Exactly. Like, I feel like this is a game, if you get in a car crash, you can take a lot of damage. Yeah. Yeah. And get whiplash, and... There is a whiplash. There is, yeah. 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 That's wild. Which is, like, negative to movement, or... There's some disadvantage to having You're like a perception, you can't, like, turn your neck. (laughs) Yeah. I do kind of like it for its realism as well. Yeah. Yeah, the lethality of everything. Yeah, True. you get shot twice, like, maybe you... You're, you're on the cusp die. of death. Yeah. Yeah. You just punctured a lung. Yeah, exactly. That's the crazy part, too. Like, oh, the that shot just broke fun. your arm, like, now you can't use that arm. Yeah. Oh, well, that was my, you know... That was my shooting arm. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm gonna have to shoot at a disadvantage with my other arm. I don't know. I, I don't think there is disadvantage. I feel like everyone I guess, is just... Yeah. It's just minus two. Like, everything is just minus two. But, like, if you're, like, if you shoot someone's shooting arm, if you switch hands, there's no, like, oh, well, that's your left hand instead of your right hand, so roll with whatever. Yeah. Everyone is just assumed to be ambidextrous. <laughs> but if you have a robot arm, like... True. Do you have a dominant hand well, at that point? Yeah, that's a good question. If you have two robot hands, would one be better than the other? I feel like it's a mental thing rather yeah. than the actual, like... Yeah, it's still yeah, your like, brain. Your brain's better controlling one hand than the other. If you got a girl, that change. Like, that links your entire body even better to your brain, right? And so you think... Like, you that think would that be would... a really hard sell for a DM. <laughs> like, well, I have a neural link. I should be... Ambidextrous. Just, Put in your backstory. Just say your character is ambidextrous. Yeah, my character a, uh, turns the screwdriver so with both hands. Like, yeah, my character's awesome in every way. <laughs> <laughs> Just start specifying that in D&D. Oh, by the way, uh, my character is ambidextrous. And he was gifted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There is no penalty to it. I don't even think in D&D either. If it like someone like chopped off your arm or something and you had to roll with the other one, there's no real mechanic that says, like, well, you're using your non-dominant arm. True. That would be like a DM and post I'd say at that, that point you, just, you're just, you get disadvantage. That's like, so brutal. That sucks. Yeah. Eventually, over time, I'm sure that would be a good thing to work towards. That's a all kind of a fun character idea. Actually, is a character who loses their dominant arm and has to relearn everything with their like. Maybe they were a really good fighter and they lost their right arm and now they have to relearn everything with their left. Yeah, but in D and D, there's like magic that would just get your arm back. Yeah, right? but that's not fun for a story. Yeah, true. Yeah, but neither is not having an arm. But well, it is, like, though. Maybe in this world there isn't, like, you know, all that stuff. You can't just regrow an arm in D&D. You can regrow your entire body 
Indian. No, he was like revivified. True resurrection. That's like yeah. a ninth level spell. True though. resurrection. Like, if your if your corpse is in bits, you you're gonna you resurrect can, into bits. No, you resurrect into a completely new body, possibly a new race. True resurrection. But you can't true use true resurrection to fix somebody who's missing. True resurrection. You don't even reincarnate. You just come back as yourself. Yeah. And you don't need any body parts. You can just save their name. And they'll come back. Yeah, but I'm saying you couldn't use true resurrection if you were like, okay, my arm got chopped off. No. Go to the local Maybe wizard. Maybe like, re- I think regenerate is a spell or something. Yeah, there's definitely a way to get. But know, that's like really high level magic. And if you're like a first level character, like if this is your inception from day one. Yeah. And it's like this level five just got their right arm chopped off. Now they only have their left. Now they're a level like one, you know, mechanically. Yeah. And then you go from there. The ability is a level five, but like level one mechanically. That yeah, like that makes sense because they wouldn't don't forget everything, but they just like don't know it as well and need to relearn it. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be fun. I don't think it would be. No. Not when the rest of your party is, like, hitting normally, and then you just never. Well, I feel like your disadvantage would be now you're level one. It's not like you're constantly rolling with disadvantage. Instead of being level five, you're actually like whatever you have with the level one. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. You, was... you can't hold a shield, but like you can take fighting styles that compensate for that. Yeah, I think as like a spellcasting character wouldn't matter much, but as a martial character, I think it would take like all the fun out of. No, I think it's for the story. Though. Yeah, I know. I kind of like it. And I, I think you could. I think you could make an effect. You could make like an effective story. build around it too, though. Like maybe you cooperate with the DM and say, like, "Well, this arm is now has to compensate for so much damage. Can I use like a two handed weapon? Because it's like he's putting his full body into it and stuff. Like yeah, but you could just play someone with two arms. And use no, but that's not that. <laughs> but that's not the that, story. Then yeah. you don't look at your character and see someone with one arm. Yeah. You look at your character and see someone with two arms. And I'm, we're not trying to glorify disabilities here, but this is just like... <laughs> this is just like saying... This is an interesting like thing to have to overcome in a fantasy setting. Yeah. And it would be fun to play roleplay and, I think, mechanic-wise. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know, once you get into D&D, you start fucking around with yeah. it and being like I want to do something silly and something yeah. weird and creative my friend Nathan is going to come on sometime soon and I told him to create the a terrible build but make it work Okay. and um, an example that I've already used that I'm not going to use again is a character who refuses to do any damage so all they do is like utility spells mm. and um like, I was thinking that would be fun to do for, the, like, that episode, but I already done it. And um, when I was telling him about it, I was like, let's do, like, a bad, good build. Like, something like this. And then he came to me, like, today, and he was like, hey, I came up with my build. And I was like, what is it? And he was like, it's this. And it's the one that I told him. And I was like, so you just stole my idea. And he's like, <laughs> well, you had the idea. I expanded on it. And I was like, all right, man. Like, whatever. <laughs> He's like, I'll change it. It's fine. There's definitely some interesting, like that. The first thought I had that kind of relates to that is like picking a po, like playing a monotype 
game of Pokemon where you're like, I'm only playing uh, grass type. Yeah. But I'm going to be good with them. Yeah. Like, I'm going to train them up and I'm going to get them I'm going to run, like, a sunny day set where, like, everyone has chlorophyll and solar beam and... Like, yeah, something something strange like that. A gimmick build. Yeah. I Which I love a good gimmick build. Yeah. Um, it's really fun. That's what Stratus is. He's a gimmick build. My my character Austel is a little bit of a gimmick, but he's a grappler and you know just yeah take them to the ground and start punching. Let's see how far in we are. Goodness, that's an hour and two. Oh wow! Yeah. We, uh, take an ad break here. We'll take we'll take an ad break and then we'll do some fiction fixation. Suck suck the the teat of capitalism for a quick second. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Newsly used to only pay me in promotion where they would put me in their featured section, but now for every oh, like one person who signs up, I get $2 or something. If they if they actually use the promo code, I get a couple bucks. But they only pay me out when I hit 100 people, which uh, is insane. Like Yeah. If a hundred people listened to my podcast, I would be happy. And if all one hundred of them did this, <laughs> only then am I getting paid. You hear out. That? If you're listening, sign up to Newsly. Yeah, I, get the two hundred bucks. Yeah, please. He'll, he'll buy me some drinks at trivia night. <laughs> what? No, if I get any, they only send you like a hundred. Oh, it's like once you reach a hundred dollars, and they send it to you, and it's like two dollars okay. per person. Like there's so you need fifty people. Something first, first fifty people. That uh, that sign up I'll, with the dungeon master. You get your money code. back. <laughs> Theo Theo will mail you one dollar. Yeah, you just get it for free. I'll give you your money back. <laughs> we both win. <laughs> Not really. Well, maybe if you have fifty people, they'll up it for you. Yeah, true one. <laughs> Tell your friends. This is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Everyone start subscribing to Newsly. Yeah. Look, you don't even need an ad break. We just did it for you. <laughs> uh, use code master twenty two or something. Or well, so. you, we better we better do the actual ad break just really? in case. <laughs> Man, they do not comb through the shit. <laughs> this not up the newsly. Fuck you. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no. If you don't follow the Instagram. Fuck you. This is the longest you ever talk about Newsly. This is way better than an ad. <laughs> I, the, that pre-recorded one sucks. I I get all my content on Newsly read to me in a natural human voice. Mm. Just just like this one. A real fan. There should be Dungeon Masters Apprentice Trivia. <laughs> It's a what a real human voice. Yeah, read it, it to reads you. it to you in a natural human voice, and it'll even. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's it can it can read it to you in the spooky natural voice. There's definitely not filters, but ASMR voice. Hey, subscribe to yeah, it'll, it'll read it to you. Use use code <laughs> master twenty twenty. Yes, Master. Master 2021? 2022? I don't know. Master 22? We'll put it in the... Try them all. We'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> Just get on there and start typing Master and, you know, pretend you're playing Cyberpunk. 
Right. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta get into the net. Code. Hack the hack the net. Yeah. A free subscription if you hop into the cyber first. <laughs> and uh, Dungeon Masters Pod on Instagram. Right. Or oh, not done. No, no. But uh, you know, <laughs> th- throw it in there with the newsly. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Get our plugs in early. <laughs> Kevin's got a new show coming out on Netflix. That's right. Oh, shit. Are you acting or directing or producing? All, all of it. It's one man show. Oh my god! Can't tell you much about it though. Okay, it's just under wraps. Yeah, under wraps. NDAs, you know. That's true. Netflix keeps their lips tight. Yeah, well, I mean they're not in a position to bargain here. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna start our own Netflix. Yeah. What would we call it? If you were to start, if we were to start our own streaming company. What would it be revolved around, and what would we call it? Just be called all the good stuff. No bad TV shows. <laughs> only good TV shows and movies. If everybody gets to rate it, good or bad. If he gets one bad, get it's it just off. Gone. Like, now it's really cutthroat. Yeah, <laughs> it's very elitist. Yeah. It's only got the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's like a and Cyberpunk Runners. It's like one of those elite dating apps, though, where they have to screen you before you can... Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> There's, like, heavy screening before you can vote in. And then you just get... They're, like, critics. So we show this movie to 400 people, and they all rate it. And if one person rates it bad, we don't even consider it. Yeah, but they have to have good taste. Like Oh, exactly. We, we picked the 400 heavy... cream-of-the-crop movie-goers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Critics... Yeah, a little bit. Not the critics. They're those. They suck. <laughs> this is like the real the people. True. The people. True. This is the proletariat. <laughs> eat, 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 eat the critics. Yeah. That's who we start with. Movie critics. Mm-hmm. Food no. critics next because they taste all, better. All the good stuff. We eat the critics. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, I like it. What's our starting subscription price? It's it's What's Netflix be, at right now? Like Netflix like 14. Thir- yeah, I was gonna say thirteen ninety nine. Thirteen ninety eight. And the, the internet makes it a thing too. Where they're like they just undercut Netflix. Yes. Like BuzzFeed does an article, Clickhole does an article. All we need the is Beaverton a, does an interface. Yeah, exactly. We'll just copy Netflix's interface. And then we'll be hooked because every other streaming service has a terrible interface. Do you know a Netrunner? Yeah, I do. I know a couple. Perfect. Okay, we'll Netrun Netflix. We'll craft it perfectly. Yeah. We'll also make it compatible we'll for net the running uh, the Netflix metaverse. is called Netflix. Or is it Netrunning? <laughs> would would Netrunning Netflix just be like going into a, a blockbuster? <laughs> <laughs> Like. You're just yeah. You're in a physical in blockbuster, and you're like, like oh, really cool. Music. There's one dude working. Yeah, a movie playing in the corner. Yeah, it's like a Vince Vaughn movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we nailed it on the. Yeah, subscribe to Newsly. Yeah, we're... oh Newsly, no, subscribe to the, <laughs> subscribe only the good stuff. And only the good stuff as well. <laughs> Dot hey, org. Maybe one day we'll partner up. It'll it'll be uh, compatible with uh, with your latest 
virtual reality headset. Whoa! You can you can watch movies in a virtual private theater. It's setting. like I, we partnered or with IMAX or public theater. No, we partnered with IMAX. We get the full surround sound and the the dome screen. Yeah, yeah. this this is this is it. If if uh, Zuckerberg or Bezos is listening, this is ours. Do not <laughs> even think about it. Mark Zuckerberg, get this out of your metaverse right now. We're like Mark Fuckerberg. Yeah, oh, get out of here. Or give us a bunch of money to do it. True. Um, Buy this from us. Invest. That's that's another thing actually that Cyberpunk did. The company that they are are our teller scene or whatever. Yeah. It is. They uh, like people were posting homebrewed like tables uh, on Reddit and stuff after it first came out. And I was looking through like top posts, and uh, there were some that said this content has been removed due to like oh. selling it to the company so that it can be published. Oh. So technically, having it up on Reddit yeah. is copyright wow. violation now. Yeah, and they put po- like the our Talerisi and like Reddit account will post on the Cyberpunk Red subreddit about like updates and stuff. New source books coming. And Black stuff. Chrome's supposed to come out. I just realized, Mike, I thought we said you weren't going to sit in that chair. Sorry. I just noticed... <laughs> I just noticed an hour and ten minutes in, the reason I'm sitting in this chair is so that you can sit on the couch and not in the leather chair. Yeah. It was, it's only it's only making noise now that I'm getting stuck to it. <laughs> <laughs> and now that I've called it out, too. Yeah, now you're just going to be hearing... Creak, stick, or... That's just the plug the fridge into. That's organic podcasting. It's when you hear the, it's when you hear the squeak of the leather chair and the crack of a warm beer. Yeah, you know we're not in the professional studio tonight. I used to, <laughs> I used to record from my closet. Yeah. Not that, that one. That's a tiny closet. Yeah, the other one is even tinier. So in the other room. Actually, I don't know. Let's just record in the bathroom from now on. No, with when you the turn the bathroom going. light on, the fan goes. Let's do it in the dark. Let's do it in the dark, yeah. So, two um, people sit in the tub, one person on the toilet. Okay. <coughs> oh, come on. We so, are... I know. We'll take it out and post. Bro, I've had to cough this whole time, and I've held it in because we're on the podcast. Oh, sorry. I'm a rude guest. We all know I'm a sound engineer now. <laughs> God, I can't believe I did that. I don't know, man. Yo, if you yeah. like more remixed uh, sound tests... Subscribe. Make, subscribe. Make sure to let Theo know. He'll do them every week if you guys like them. Yeah, comment on Instagram and say, I love your sound engineering. Please give us more sound effects. If one person that's not like Luke Waterbury <laughs> <laughs> tells me to, or Andrew, or Nathan. Shout out Nathan. He's my buddy. Shout out Nathan. Yeah, he listens to everyone all the way through. Even this deep. Yeah. Oh, he'll be this deep. <laughs> It's good to meet you, Nathan. Yeah. We'll we'll get him on sometime. But he's the person I'm gonna do the good the bad good builds with. Yes. Um hard pivot to fiction fixation. I I just thought of a bad good build. I this is a bad fiction fixation. And I'm gonna do a real one later. But um my friend Andrew, not Andrew Lehman, my other friend Andrew, who uh, I think he's going to be on the podcast sometime. Ooh. Yeah, he's like one of my oldest and best friends and I think we're gonna have him on. Um, but we were making up our own drinking games the other night, and I think Kevin, and maybe even you, Mike, you, you'll appreciate this too. 
uh, I came up with this very good uh, drinking game, I think, where one person looks up a Pokemon and reads up the dex entry of it, and the other person has to guess what it is. And you get three guesses, and if you get a, if you guess it wrong, then you get a hint. Like, it is from this generation. Or I'll read a different mm-hmm. uh, dex entry to give you more information. And then once you get three strikes, that's a drink. That's kind of cool. Yeah. it, And we both are very familiar with all of them, and we still had a hard time with it. Have you played the uh, Pokemon Wordle? I think I have, yeah. So it sounds similar to that. It's like you put in a Pokemon, and it gives you, like, the generation, the weight, the height. Yeah, it's, it's like, like a higher than, like, lower than. Yeah, it's okay. Pokemon's, like, heavier than the one you guessed. Interesting. This gen, this type. Yeah. For Typings. Primary, secondary type. Yeah. Um, yeah. Squirtle. Yeah. But spelt like Squirtle. Squirtle. Wordle put together. Ah, uh, clever girl, as they say in hit, hit movie Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> can't believe they rebooted it. I feel like there's some things you can't touch. Yeah. At least they stemmed it as, as Jurassic World. I'm kind of surprised that they just kept going with uh, Lord of the Rings. Like, they're really... I feel like now they're really trying to milk it. Yeah. Reboot that. The Hobbits. You think, you know... It's a new generation. I mean, like, it's been, whatever, like 25 true. years since those other films came out. And then... But they're still just as good. What do you think of The Hobbit? Eh, they're okay. Yeah, the movie? Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of fluff... Yeah. They expand a small book well, to be just as big as The Lord of the Rings, which it's not. That's true. I mean, there's a lot of fluff in The Hobbit, but... Yeah, but it all fits in that small book. It's like 400 pages, isn't it? It's not as big as all three Lord of the Rings books. No. Didn't It didn't need... It could have been two movies. It could have been two movies. Oh, it was three? Yeah. Three oh, that's brutal. Yeah, there's the first Hobbit... An unexpected, unexpected journey. journey, desolation of smog, and then the Battle of Five Armies. Which or... in the book, the Battle of Five Armies it's is very, like very short. That's like, yeah, very condensed. Yeah, it's just you... like some dude shoots the thing, like some something told it had a weak spot. Yeah, like an eagle yeah. told it had a weak spot, and then they just shot it. It's very hand. It's a random dude. Yeah, he just got bored of it. And he's just like, okay, we'll just like... Mm. I don't like writing battles. I like creating languages and cultures. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Is he, he seems like a very good DM. And then like when I come... <laughs> he's just like, I'm bored with this. Let's go to the next campaign. Yeah, like, next we'll campaign. just yeah. Oh, the boss is here. He just teleported to you guys. <laughs> It'd be nice because he doesn't have to do any of the battle. Like, yeah. Oh, how, how do you, what do you want to do? What do you, how do you want to do that? Yeah. Oh, some dude over there. Uh, his name is Carl. <laughs> he just has a bow, and he shoots the dragon in the perfect spot, and it's dead. What do you guys want to do? What is there to do? Like, well, you can know. go home. Let's <laughs> go home. You can have uh, have tea. Yeah. Do we level up? <laughs> yeah, you're level twenty now. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah the Hob- the Hobbit's a little bit of a silly story. Yeah. But it's it's a good one too. Well, the book. He, he was originally like telling it to his kids or something, and they started writing it down. Yeah, yeah, that's a super cool method. Yeah, it's I took creation. a class on I took a class on f- the fantasy genre, which is really cool because you go all the way. We read The Hobbit, which I'd already read, and so I kind of was just like, I don't have time to read The Hobbit in the middle of a semester. Yeah, like, 
And then we did uh, Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe and a bunch of really old medieval poems that... You see the first mentions of fairies and we did some, like, King Arthur stuff. Cool. Yeah, and some Terry Pratchett. Yeah. We kind of did a full, you know, excursion. That's cool. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah. It was really cool. That's a cool way to see the genre. Yeah. A fantasy genre safari. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you, like, look at, you know, what genres it evolves out of and... Like, you can even go back to even, like, Frankenstein and stuff, or any sort of, like... Or even, like, the Epic of Gilgamesh, which has... Or any sort of Nordic or ancient story where there's monsters, or biblical stories where, like... That's all, you know, encompassed within the vast genre of fantasy, I would say. Yeah, I I took a Like, Jason and the Argonaut... Like, mythology is the oldest fantasy, I would say. Exactly. I I took a class that was called... uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. <laughs> and it was uh, like a dive into fantasy and just looking at like creatures that appear in stories and what they represent. We read Frankenstein and we did uh, um, Gilgamesh. The, like the Odyssey and shit. Yeah, like, and yeah. stuff. But then we also like the, the final exam was pick a character, uh-huh. any character, and argue if they are creature, like, being or beast, mm. because there's, like, a, you know, we use the definition that they use in Harry Potter, whatever that is. I don't okay. remember anymore. But it's, like, has consciousness and can choose to be good and yeah. whatever it is. Um, and I, I did mine on Smeagol slash Gollum yeah. from Lord of the Rings solely because during exam week we were like, let's watch all the Lord of the Rings movies. And then I was like, "Well, oh, I feel time. like I, I feel like I know everything about Gollum now." And I wrote this whole exam on if he was a beast or a being, and I decided on he was once a being, but he's a beast, a beast because his desire <laughs> for the ring is. <laughs> That's the perfect English so. answer. Where like you just like <laughs> don't follow the you just the bend the cop out. You bend the rules a little bit where you're like, "Well, I'm gonna <laughs> like, show you that I know both." Like, yeah. <laughs> It's, it works. <laughs> yeah, that's like a that's like an A minus where it's like okay, I see what you did there, but like that's a little bit that's kind of cheese. Min <laughs> <laughs> max in here, bro. <laughs> yeah, you cheesed it for sure. But that is a cool like. It seemed like that professor was really cool. Yeah, it was, and it was a good kind of way to see a few different things, and like we we even looked at some of the stuff out of the Bible and kind of what these beasts are meant to represent and yeah. stuff like that. So it was interesting. Mm. I think that was a huge expansion off of my dumb uh, fantasy fixation. <laughs> Can't even remember what it was. Drinking games. Drinking Isn't games. Making up drinking games. About Pokemon and then Pokemon. somehow... I don't even know. I don't know, but that was a pretty good fantasy fixation for a couple minutes there, you know? Yeah, we were fixated on that for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's do an official round. Um, I think I had some dice around here. Roll Pull out the D3. <laughs> uh, one, two for me, three, four for Mike, five, six for Kevin. Five, six for Kevin. You went first last time, too. Just how it is. The um, dice, like, yeah. So the dice hate me. I've gone last every time. <laughs> me and Mike definitely have a similar fixation, so I'm gonna let him have the good one. And uh, 
last week or yeah, probably week, a new game called Omega Strikers has come out. And it's essentially 3v3 air hockey, both League of Legends characters. Whoa. It was made by Riot, old Riot devs that made like the first 30 champions for League of Legends. But it's super fun. It's quick games. It's 3v3. <coughs> you get a goalie and two forwards. I'm grinding that because Multiverses is kind of dead right now because they haven't released rank. But Rick's coming soon. So is it all just casual? Like, you can just face anyone of any... Yeah. There's, they, just like, show you your MMR for, like, each individual character in yeah. multiverses. So that's, like, how I've been doing ranked. But the game gets me so angry for not having a rank mode when <laughs> I play it. That's, like, I must wait till rank come out so I can actually be angry at ranked. Mm. So I've been... Justify the strangers. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm playing casuals and I'm getting so... It's the only game where it's, like, I'll lose and I just turn it off. It's, like, I need to do something else. Yeah, that's true. I would. I don't think I would feel that way about Smash. Like I, I don't know. Some I like. Anytime I get my ass kicked, it's like okay. Like I got better from that. <laughs> I try to have a positive attitude as much as I can. Yeah, I never really had it in Smash. I'd like like oh I lost, go again, until I got bored. But in multiverses, it's just like, it's still in beta, so there's a lot of like cheese that happens oh. that shouldn't be allowed, or is gonna get fixed eventually, and people just abuse it, and I'm just like I'm done. They don't even patch Smash anymore. They're no. like, yeah, no, we nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's Steve from Minecraft. Yeah, and... The most busted character. And they're like, that's, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. I, I find multiverses, it doesn't, it doesn't get me going because I don't care about the cheese as much. Man. Because I'm not, I'm not, I guess it. I'm not as much of a competitive player. And, like, yeah, I'm playing, like, three hours straight... Like we super, do. We should do random. duos one time where we open it up on one. Con- like, can you do? Yeah. Lo- can you do local duos? You can, and you okay. can do, and you can do four, but you can't do three, which yeah. is foolish. Yeah, that ask is me. foolish. <laughs> yeah, we should do like duos sometime though. Yeah, that would be a fun time. Do a little round robin. Yeah. Maybe next Sunday. True. Before or after whatever we do, I work next Sunday actually. True. So after. Yeah, or you guys do it before and I just miss it. No, we'll wait for you. Okay. Neil's coming back. Is he? Yeah. I'm su- he only told me. That's crazy. Like, Probably coming back? Or? Oh, no. no. He's coming back from the, 28th, the 28th to the 5th. Okay. So, Wednesday to Wednesday. Trivia. Like this one. Trivia night. He told me yesterday... And he's coming back on Wednesday. He was like, by the way, I'm back like this week. Uh, he wants to do a podcast with you then. That's what he said. He said, I either <laughs> want to play D&D or do a podcast. And I was like, we can make that happen for sure. That would be, be nice. Yeah. Or, oh, I don't know if he'll bring the, uh, I should text him to bring. Um, bring Betrayal. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. We could probably do it. Betrayal. Oh, I don't have a big enough table. You probably... And I have a bigger table at my parents' house okay. that I could get. Andrew's table is huge. We could do it at Andrew's. He does have a massive table. Yeah. He He's the table hookup. He's the table master. Yeah. Welcome back to table Soon, soon I'm going to have a big table, put leaves in it, and everyone will be 20 feet away from each other. Nice. You Did you get a house? <laughs> no. <laughs> Were you trolling me when you said that? No, I do have a house. Okay. But that's not in, not near here. Yeah, that's way too far to play D and D. Yeah, let's all let's hours. all pile in the car and drive two hours down. Yeah, making any 
make a weekend out of it. Yeah, I would definitely do a, do a weekend trip down there. Listen, I already tried to get a D&D sleepover to happen, and everybody left. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't leave. It was my house, though. I so. was super tired. <laughs> I think That's I'd why you up. sleep, you wake up, you play more D&D. Oh, I've been up since, like, 6.30. That's fair. Uh, did you do your yeah. fixation? What was that game called again? Omega Strikers. Okay, cool. I don't know if it's on cross-platform. It's free. And it's League of Legends so- Air Hockey? Pretty much, yeah. So that's just, that's just like three-on-three hockey. Yeah. And there's like special skills. Yeah, every character. And there's like perks you get for your characters that make them slightly better. Who's your favorite? Uh, I play like a big hamster guy named Dubu, who's like a good goalie. Oh, this guy's playing hamsters. What do we think that means? Chat. Chat, what do we think it means? This guy's playing hamster character. Oh, oh man. Yeah, chat, I agree. Chat's, blow, chat's blown up. Oh, Kevin, you're getting... Bro, he's meta goalie. You're like, getting scorched in the chat. Just a bunch of losers oh. who don't know how to play. <laughs> um, I'm preparing my fan- fiction fixation. Make sure to... Uh, to get early to get in the chat, there's a limited room in there. Oh no! Oh no! I just said something terrible. Theo just deleted System Thirty Two from his computer. No, I did something absolutely awful. He just deleted the podcast. Oh no! I just said something even worse. Oh no! He just sent all his money to a Nigerian prince, who said in return he'd double it. Oh no! Have one second. He hit the share link on that uh, black and orange website to his Facebook. Okay, this isn't terrible. I'm going to explain everything in one second, but I'm very upset. He's actually crying. You can't see it, but... Okay, so I went to load my Nuzlocke because I was going to talk about it from a fiction fixation. Yeah. And instead of clicking... I opened up the game... And instead of clicking load save slot one, I clicked save save slot one. And save slot one was where my main progress was. Uh, and so instead of loading it, I saved over it. Oof. So it's gone. Yes, I, did, I do have a couple backups. I played for about an hour today, and um, I'm back to there. So I only lost an hour of progress. But for a second... You thought you lost it all. I thought I lost it all. Oh, wow. So that would have been absolutely devastating, and I'm still... <laughs> my fiction fixation and that's, is I'm restarting my nuts My fiction fixation is that I'm friggin' pissed. And folks, that is worse than losing an entire hour and 20 minutes of a podcast episode. That's in, true. You in guys... Theo's mind. Oh. <laughs> 100%. A full Nuzlocke. I'm, I just beat a gym, too. Did you already beat your Nuzlocke? Or did you just this is a new one. I'm doing Pokemon Black. He's tra- he's training good, for good uh, for the it's new one. Games. It is good games. What's the new one called? Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. Oh. Just do his Nuzlocke first playthrough of that. I lost like two levels here, two levels here, two levels here, two here. It was definitely a lot of progress. Um, My second playthrough, I'm going to do uh, Monotype. I already spun <sighs> Ugh. <laughs> I just closed my laptop out of frustration and it stopped the recording. It would have been really funny if we just ended the podcast there. <laughs> <laughs> Mike doesn't even get his fixation. <coughs> I 
I'm fixated on how pissed I am. Mike, what's your fiction fixation? Um, my fiction fixation, I would have to say, is... Well, as I mentioned last time, I was on the podcast, I have been watching House of the Dragon. Right. As it airs, I'm a big Game of Thrones fan. Uh, and that aired last night, as of, uh, as of recording this podcast. I enjoyed that. But uh, I'd say right now, my fiction fixation would be, as, uh, as we've been talking about this whole episode, cyberpunk, but uh, not the TTRPG, the, uh, the new anime on Netflix. Now, I am not one to watch anime. I'm not. I don't have too many. I've tried my whole life. I don't have. To uh, watch something. Yeah, I don't have too many under my belt. I have a few that I've seen. And, uh, a handful. Yeah, and I've liked most of them, but it's just not like. It's not what pulls me in, you know? You don't go out of your way. No, and if I was sitting home alone, I don't think I'd just say, oh, I should throw this anime on. I'll rewatch episodes of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Well, that's what I do, too. Like, I would much rather. Rewatch something that I've already seen that just I know makes me happy. Then yeah, like, but the other thing is too. Anytime I watch something new, I'm like, this is awesome. Like this is my new thing. Yeah, like it was really nice watching Cyberpunk, and I think it definitely helped that we've been playing the role playing game uh, a bit because it was easy to get into Night City. I knew what it was gonna be like. Yeah. I knew it was gonna be graphic. I knew it was gonna be. You know, people modded up. And you're looking and for your own stuff and, like... Exactly. It was pretty crazy. It was, like, a month where, like, yeah, let's try Cyberpunk. And I was like, oh, by the way, here's the anime of it. Yeah. Like, this, the timing worked out so well. Yeah, true. They're also coming out with a D&D movie. Yeah. yeah. Chris Pine is the I lead. did. I, would like I did see that. The next podcast after that airs, will we all see it? Yeah, yeah we, we should we'll, all go together. We should go to the hundred one, one Sunday night we'll or something. We'll dress up as our characters from the campaign. Oh, my oh God. that would be fun. If we went premiere, there's 100% people going to be dressed up as fucking yeah. wizards. It would be really fun. I would maybe not dress up, but I would 100% go. Yeah. be a fun D&D group. Mm-hmm. Group field trip, I guess. <laughs> Do the podcast immediately after... Be like in the car. Out. We're yeah. I was just, just to say, hey guys, over. we're in the car. We're, we're just driving leaving. through New Minus. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> just left the movie theater. We're going yeah, through we're, the drive-through. You, you hear ordering in the background. <laughs> Two McDoubles. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do you have anything to say to the list? Can, and you're at the window. Like, can you say uh, some follow Dungeon Master Pod on Instagram? Yeah. <laughs> like, you heard it here. Carrie from McDonald's wants you to follow us. <laughs> Wait, it's going to be how much? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Can anyone Ready cover for that? Newsly <laughs> can you follow... Can you use this code on Newsly? <laughs> is, there, is there anybody else back there? Yeah, can we get them to use this code too? Uh, one thing that I found was really funny is this one podcaster that I listened to. Anytime he's in an Uber or something, they're like, will you give me five stars? He's like... Yeah, if you rate my podcast five stars. <laughs> That's genius. It is really fun. Like, no, they're just like, yeah, okay, like, whatever. Like, bring, we're uh, both doing each other a favor. Bring yeah. Dungeon Master's Pod to uh, to Halifax and just get Ubers yeah. all day. Or or my Rocker Boy fans out there can do. <laughs> uh, yeah, get I, all my Rocker Boy fans to. I just looked podcast. at my computer and I saw my Nuzlocke and I'm just disappointed again. <laughs> but I, I was close to being very disappointed. Like, incredibly. That's, it yeah. would have been sad I, to lose more than two hours worth of 
Yeah, progress. an hour and a half, two hours, maybe. You know. Yeah. It. You know. We'll just have to get through it. It is what it is. Now, if while retracing your steps, you lose someone, I'll just be like, no, fuck this. <laughs> It's like I'll that. just I'll just gonna go through it as fast as I can and just be like if someone dies I don't really care I'll just just you want to catch up I'll just cheat I yeah I'll cheat yeah. I don't care like what if this gym battle goes south I'm only now? cheating myself and I don't care <laughs> <laughs> I have a hall pass for my yeah. nuzlocke <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I'm the one who signs it off so <laughs> yeah if I have to and I will <laughs> yeah uh, we're an hour 30 something in that's a solid a solid chunk of cast yeah it's a nice Sunday dinner's worth of podcast right there oh yeah you're gonna have to take a nap after this one <laughs> <laughs> tons of gravy yeah uh, thank you two for joining me thanks for having me as always uh, thank you everyone for listening We'll catch you in probably about a week's time. Um, no updates from RPG Bot, so that's awesome. <laughs> One day. Yeah, I'll just keep bothering them. <laughs> Either that or you'll go Cyber Psycho. Oh, I'm an edge runner right now. <laughs> Don't forget to uh, to follow on Instagram. <laughs> you plugged that like four times. Yeah, because I really want your Instagram to blow up. Thanks. I. Uh, I have a degree in marketing, so if it blows up, maybe I'll get to take the reins. And uh, I did a reel, and it had like two hundred views or something, oh, like something crazy. Look TikTok. at that! Yeah, I was thinking that was maybe like, man, I should get TikTok. Hundred yeah. percent, man. All I like, I see so much D and D content. Yeah, like, there's, there's a guy, and he just talks to me like how to do this as a build, and he just explains how to do something. One or minute D and D encounters. Tips. I literally wow. saw today. It was the cap. Uh, it was like a big thing on the screen. She said Dungeon Masters Academy, and I thought it was you. I thought it was like Dungeon Master. I was like, no. What way. a rip off! <laughs> there's there's lots of fakers out there, so make sure Dungeon Masters Pod. Yeah. On Instagram. Yeah, don't fall for all those fake accounts that are popping up. Yeah, no. They're uh, they have more followers than me, <laughs> <laughs> but they're but they're fakers. Yeah. They're, uh, they buy followers. All yours are organic, baby. All right, I'll think about a TikTok. Yeah, why not? Start doing that as a segment on the podcast. Our, uh, where you make you come up in one minute. This next minute has to be really funny. Like, <laughs> you come up with an encounter. You need, you need to get, like, a whiteboard to okay. film it. But in one minute, you come up with an encounter and say, okay. this is a, you know, these three are martial characters. Yeah. This is spellcaster. This yeah. is a environmental We have hazard. one of these. There's like a contingency spell over here that casts like a darkness spell. Yeah. There's like... So, so like this person's casting darkness while these people are... There's like a machine that will automatically cast counterspell or like... Exactly. Yeah. You have one one minute or something to come up with that you draw. Oh, like, it's like all almost, freestyle too. Yeah, like a, oh, like a football shit. play. You draw okay. it up with circles and squares on a whiteboard, and you go, "There is an encounter for you to run at your next session." Yeah. And you do that on the podcast, huh. and then post it on TikTok. This is so much work for everyone to visualize. That's how you blow up, baby? This is how you make the millions. I got a hustle for well, this. Well, you're already in like the top like two percent of podcasts. Oh, she. Because I see the thing, and it's like if you get past twenty podcasts, like just making twenty oh, of really? them, you're in such a high percentage of people who have. Podcasts. This is seventy six, baby. Yeah, 
Like, it's like so many people just stop their podcast before 10. Yeah, right? well, they suck. But I feel like some people are like, I'm going to start a podcast on this. And then in eight episodes, they're like, oh, fuck, there's no more information. Well, that's the thing, right? It's like you That's kind of what I did. You make a super niche podcast. Like, I don't know, I feel like you, you could do a podcast series on, like, the Hatfields and McCoys. And, and it's like, okay, I've told this entire story. Like, like, in three episodes. Yeah, or four episodes. Like, yeah, unless you're like, all right, my podcast is, like, 25 minutes long. Yeah. I, I film, I, like, but, seven hours worth of content. But I did watch one that was just, like, general stories from the Wild West. And yeah. they, they did, like, a four-episode series mm-hmm. on, on the Hatfields and McCoys. Which yeah, is like, that makes sense. But the Hatfields and McCoys wasn't their only... No, but you could make you could, you could make a podcast that's like, I'm only here to tell you about the Hatfields and McCoys. Well, at that McCoys. point, you might as well just make, like, a YouTube video essay. Right? Yeah, but I don't want to show my face. Yeah, also doesn't just have, have that to. longevity. Like, you'd have to do a different thing after that. And then, yeah. Yeah. But... Ours, this show was sort of like started off as advice, and then I was like... Well, we're becoming better DMs together. Yeah, through storytelling. Yeah, and and personal experience. Yeah. It started off as like, here's a bunch of jot notes I have about this thing that I have an opinion on, and I'm going to try to share my knowledge. And then it's just become like, we'll talk about what's been going on, and we just learned this new thing where... Uh, Doing night markets in Cyberpunk is super cool. Maybe I'll have, like, a night market in D&D where, like, every week or whatever, this yeah. thing pops up and you have to wait around for this if you want. And so you it. roll for, like, okay, you can buy... There's someone here selling some axes. Yeah. There's someone here, but there's not any so swords. Not cyberware any. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's what you're... You're our... You're <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for Cyberpunk to get to the point where, uh... Where, uh, I don't even know where I was going with this. Uh, well, what a great place to end it on. Yeah, it's a cliffhanger. Yeah. Listen listen to the next episode. Yeah, for sure. Chew. Bye. Chew.